Today, we're going to talk about let go and play and the relationship between leaving your comfort zone and the impact on your growth. I am so excited to be with you. And if you're tuning into the video on YouTube, you'll even get to see me being bad at pickleball. So stay tuned for that as well. Say adios to the comfort zone and buckle up because here we go. Welcome to the Happiness Playbook, a podcast where we explore the why and how of happiness. I'm your host, Neil Hooper, and I just wanted to remind you that life is a team sport, so let's play together. Let's kick things off with our highlight reel where we talk about the good news happening in the world. Today's highlight reel is a very fun one. If you haven't heard, there was a battle of the Joshes that took place. And if you missed this, you've got to check out the show notes where we link to a video because it's amazing. On April 24th, Hundreds of people who share the first name Josh gathered in Lincoln, Nebraska to vie for the right to their name. Armed with pool noodles, Joshes from across the country met at Air Park in Nebraska where they duked it out for the right to their name. In the end, it was four-year-old Lincoln resident Josh Vinson Jr. dubbed Little Josh by those who were in the crowd who was crowned the winner. (laughs) So... This guy named Josh Swain scoured Facebook for other Josh Swains, and he found, I don't know how many he found, but he got a group message with all of them together, and he messaged them. I got to read you what he said. We fight. Whoever wins gets to keep the name. Everyone else has to change their name. You have a year to prepare. Good luck. (laughs) So he did it as a total joke, but... You know, the internet did its thing, what it does best. And when it catches wind of something hilarious like this happening, the energy around it eventually convinced him to turn this into a huge event. And so he had to go defend his namesake in Nebraska. The first part of the event was actually a showdown between two Josh Swains who showed up. Only one of the original Josh Swains uh, was actually present at the event from the original Facebook uh, message. But they duked it out over a good round of rock, paper, scissors. And after three draws, the Josh Swain who organized the event won and emerged victorious. After the rock, paper, scissors match between the two Josh Swains, Dozens or hundreds, I'll have to look at the numbers, of other Joshes showed up and had a pool noodle fight, and they duked it out. These guys were dressed up as Spider-Man, some as Star Wars characters, and they... (laughs) They just have an all-out brawl, and I don't know how they were, uh, you know, watching the rules or, or deciding who would get out um, in this pool noodle fight. But eventually, it got down to Tiny Josh, and uh, who won. But what a fun event 
They raised over $10,000 for the Children's Hospital and Medical Center Foundation and did a, a big food drive, as we mentioned. But this is like the most beautiful example of let go and play for so many reasons. A, there was a lot of accept and build that happened as well with, <laughs> with just that original message and then everyone building on it and it turning into this huge event. But how fun that they got together and they just left their comfort zone and and had a blast and turned it into a beautiful event um, and did some charity work as well. But if you missed it, we'll definitely have links to uh, some of the video and uh, make sure you go check that out because that is one for the history books. The Josh battle of 2021. Okay, Coach Neil chiming in here for a minute. Everyone, we did awesome. Last week's episode almost tripled our average view and and downloads. And I I know a lot of that had to do with us launching YouTube um, and and a video alongside the podcast, but our total views were off the charts and and that was just amazing. So keep up the sharing, uh, keep promoting it, keep commenting and liking. That's very helpful. Speaking of commenting and liking, a number of you shared some of your own simple pleasures. So I wanted to read a few of those. Christian Sanders shared... Uh, for finding uh, for for simple pleasures, finding money in your pocket, maybe an old winter coat, finding a metal playground, those dangerous relics of the past where the slide burns your butt and it's high enough to hurt yourself if you fall off. And who can forget spreading peanut butter in one smooth motion where the bread doesn't rip and the knife just slides across the top. <laughs> Thank you, Christian, for the comment and for sharing your simple pleasures. I definitely agree with you on the peanut butter and uh, the dangerous playgrounds are amazing and, and always something to be cherished when you come across. Jordan Foltz also shared, one of my simple pleasures is when my young son is watching TV or playing a game and he just takes a break to tell me he loves me. As a parent, I think there are an infinite number of simple pleasures that involve your children and just those sweet little cute things they do. Uh, So definitely agree with you, Jordan. Thanks for sharing. And finally, Crystal Herzig, one of my simple pleasures is a freshly mowed lawn. So satisfying. Ha ha definitely agree with you. And it is that time of year uh, for Freshly Mowed Lawn. So thank you for the comments and for the shares and the support. Keep it up, keep sharing, and keep playing hard for team happiness. As humans, in order to progress, we have to learn and we have to develop new skills. When we were born and we came out as babies, we had to learn to crawl, to walk, then to run, and eventually do taxes, wash dishes, cook food, do the laundry, mow the lawn. Anyway, growth is a huge part of the human experience, but it only happens as we leave our comfort zone and try new things. So this week, uh, this last week, actually, Larie Florence, the founder of Play Theory and the producer for the Happiness Playbook, She was in town here in Utah and I got to go play pickleball with her and I thought it would be a fun opportunity because I knew we were going to talk about let go and play for me to document some of that experience because spoiler alert, I'm really bad at pickleball. (laughs) I had only played one other time before last week and so um, let's just roll the camera and, and take a look at my journey there. Well... I'm on my way to go play pickleball with Larie and her family. 
and in the spirit of let go and play, I'm going to capture just how bad I am at pickleball. Uh, and I am going to leave my ego at the door and have some fun. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Okay, here I am with one of my favorite people, Laurie, and we're playing pickleball. She just explained the rules to me. Oh yeah, gotta get a shot of that. And look at yours too. <laughs> yeah! We were trying to feel the positive vibes here. So right. she just explained the rules to me. I'm a total noob at this, but I'm gonna let go and play and we're just gonna have some fun. <laughs> so here we go. You guys, I had so much fun, but I made so many mistakes and I can't tell you how many times I swung and missed, swung and hit too hard, swung and hit too soft, and I made so many mistakes. Going into that experience, I committed to leaving my ego at the door and learning the sport. If you haven't played pickleball before, there are a lot of things going on. So I mentioned a lot of the rules actually in an episode last year, but playing myself and having to navigate you know, whose turn it is, the positions for each set, which switch very frequently, mind you, the number of bounces, the lines, and don't even get me started on the kitchen, which you can't be in uh, and hit the ball unless it bounces. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on. Thankfully, as I began, I had a very skilled and patient coach, Larie Florence, and she was so good at coaching me and helping me improve, but also at creating an environment where I felt safe to take risks and to fail and to be there and, and learn how to play. Aside from pickleball, much earlier in life, when I was about seven years old, I decided I wanted to learn how to juggle. Only problem was I decided to learn with golf balls and we grew up in a house with a wood floor and bless my mother's patient heart, she allowed me to embark on this journey of growth and learn how to juggle. And after what must have been at least two weeks of me throwing these golf balls in the air and them plopping and clunking and thudding on that wood floor repeatedly, which must have been just excruciatingly painful for a parent to uh, have going constantly in the background. Eventually, I got the hang of it. It's worth noting here that as we learn to lower the stakes, embrace the process, and stay present with the task, we can actually enjoy being outside of our comfort zone and trying new things. And it's, it's a very enjoyable experience once you have that paradigm shift and it goes from failure to, to learning and, and risk-taking that's rewarded. And again, there are all kinds of reasons why that might be hard for us to do, um, but as we practice and we leave that comfort zone, you know what happens to the comfort zone is it gets bigger. And as it gets bigger and we get more comfortable taking risk and, and learning and growing, that's how we really get momentum into our personal development and, and growth and life in general. Think of a time where you tried something new. It could be a sport, it could be a hobby, it could be a job, it could be whatever. It could be parenthood. That's the one a lot of parents will, will relate to. You were terrible at it in the beginning. You were not good at it. And it was maybe uncomfortable. And depending on the environment that was created for you, maybe you kept going or maybe you gave up. But the key takeaway here is 
that is the only way to true growth and sustainable momentum and development is by leaving that comfort zone and moving forward. Another key takeaway here is that it is so much easier for us and, and so much more inviting for us to leave that comfort zone when we have people around us that are creating an environment where risk-taking is not only acceptable, but, it, but promoted. When you have supportive people around you, you need to cherish that because it is a gift and it does make leaving that comfort zone and letting go and playing much easier. Here I am right after playing pickleball having this thought. All right, you guys, that was fun. I had a blast and I'm officially addicted to pickleball. Let me roll the windows up here so it's not so loud. Oh, that was an absolute blast. And it's even more fun when you're playing with people that you love and that are that are helping you um, learn the ropes. So I am still definitely a beginner at pickleball, but I am going to be playing a lot more. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a thought I had as I was playing was, you know, I went into that knowing I was going to be terrible and I embraced that and had fun and the thought I had too was, you know, it's important for us to choose to let go and play. That's a very important skill to develop and one that I think is really tricky for a lot of us. However, it also helps when you are surrounded by people who create an environment where letting go and playing and making mistakes is acceptable. Uh, and and that where the growth can happen and so I just thought that would have been a different experience if I were playing with people that were not in it to have fun that did not want to mentor me and you know didn't didn't care about me feeling bad about my skill level and so I think in life we can a choose to let go and play better but also that we can be conscious about the environment we're creating for others for them to feel safe in going outside of their comfort zone and playing and growing. And so just some thoughts, uh, more to come on, on my journey with pickleball, but I had a blast and there will be much more uh, pickleball. So let go and play, catch you next week. Our pro tip for the week is for you to promote safe environments for others to fail and take risk. You may not even realize it uh, just in conversation or just in your habits that you are creating a, an environment where people are not comfortable taking risk or maybe fear leaving their comfort zone. Lower the stakes by giving others permission to take risk and be playful with it. Ask yourself this week, how can you lower the stakes and create an environment where risk-taking and leaving the comfort zone is encouraged? We have to take risks in life. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And while it's amazing to have a supportive group of people who create that environment where failing is acceptable and risk-taking is rewarded, we're not always going to have that. And it is important for us to develop that skill of leaving the comfort zone, leaving our ego at the door and taking chances. Let go and play is a muscle that must and should be developed. The only way to growth, productivity, and ultimately happiness 
is to let go and play, leave that comfort zone, and fail forward into a better tomorrow. Speaking of leaving the comfort zone, I want you to leave your comfort zone and comment on this post or send us a note. If you're watching the YouTube video, leave us a comment and subscribe, share and promote this and help us spread this message of positivity. We need to take risks. So leave your comfort zone, create an environment for others to feel safe taking risks and make sure that you are pushing yourself outside of that that safe haven in that bubble so that you can develop and grow those talents and skills that are going to help you really move forward let go and play this week and embrace the learning process and everything that comes with it catch you next week